Oh my God, what a show we have today. Oh my God. Don't know why I'm talking like a valley girl, but maybe I'm a valley girl and maybe, you know, I'm just trying to let it out. Um, actually, this is the Harlan Highway podcast and I'm not a valley girl, okay? I'm a mountain man. Uh, hey, um, you can, uh, you can hear all kinds of fun stuff on today's show. Uh, I'm going to be talking about getting rabies. Have you ever had rabies, ladies and gentlemen? If you're, if you're shaking your head saying, no, Harlan, I've never had rabies. Well, in my Valley Girl voice, I'll say, well, yes, you have. You saw, you have had rabies. Wait till I tell you how you've had rabies. Uh, also, um, one of my pissed off sections, my rants where I get pissed off. Yes, I'm going to be getting pissed off at something today. You will hear me go off about it, believe me. And then uh, a little treat for you folks, something I normally save for the premium members, but I want to give you guys another sample of what we do on the premium uh, side of things. Uh, It's me doing a quick stand-up comedy set live at the Improv Comedy Club in Hollywood, California. You'll get to hear me working on some new material, spritzing with the crowd. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then a little tribute at the end of the show to the late, great Gene Wilder. And there you go. Get ready. This is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. (gasps) What is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Okay, okay, Raj, let's let's start this off because I'm not going to have a good podcast if I don't get this off my chest. Okay, there's there's something that's irritating me, something that's getting under my skin. You guessed it, ladies and gnurgle gnargle gnargleblargins. Something is pissing me off. Don't piss me off. This is Harland Williams. And you're really pissing me off. Oh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son bitch. You pissed me off. Shut up! You're pissing me off. These fucking assholes, this fuck these fucking assholes! The fuck is their problem, man? Okay. Okay, here it is. Here it is. As we know, it's election season, okay? There's a lot of speeches going on. There's speeches by Hillary. There's speeches by Donald Trump. There's speeches by President Obama. There's speeches by the vice presidential candidates. There's bombings going off. There's terrorism. There's speeches by police chiefs. There's speeches by city mayors. There's speeches by you name it. Everyone's given a speech, okay? And what's pissing me off, ladies and gnurgle glargans, is you'll be watching the news and, you know, they'll they'll be building you up for 10 to go in, in 20 minutes. President Obama will be making a speech from the White House. 
in uh, in uh, three minutes from now, Donald Trump will be giving a speech about uh, his military policy. And uh, in five minutes from now, Hillary Clinton will be talking about her email scandal, whatever it is, right? So you're sitting there, you go, oh, you've got my interest. I want to hear about this. I want to I want to see what this is all about. I'm, I'm very interested. You piqued my interest, you idiots. So I stick around and I wait for the speech to start. And what happens is all of a sudden the speech starts and the news anchor is sitting there still talking while the speech starts. And the idiot news anchor is telling you that the speech is starting and telling you what the the person giving the speech is going to talk about while the person giving the speech is giving the speech. They're like, oh well, it looks like we're we're, we're live here. It looks like uh, looks like President Obama's giving a a, uh, a speech on on the uh, ISIS uh, terrorist problem. Uh, it looks like he's probably going to be talking about uh, how we combat it, uh, our defenses, uh, and and in the background, you're seeing President Obama on TV talking live to the audience. And meanwhile, this news anchor just keeps going, so uh, it's probably going to be an important speech, uh, and uh, who knows what he's going to say. And I'm like, well, if you'd shut up and just throw to the speech, you idiot, we could hear what he's saying because he's giving the speech right now while you're blabbering away. Oh, God, it just it, it infuriates me. Can you hear how mad I am? I mean, just the minute you see... The person you've been telling us is going to give a speech. The second you see them giving the speech, just shut your pie hole, news anchors, and go, oh, they're talking. Let's go and listen right now. But instead, they sit there and they talk over it, and you miss, like, the first three minutes of the speech because these idiots are telling you that somebody's giving a speech and that they're going to show it to you, but they're not showing it to you because they're busy telling you how much they're going to show it to you. (gasps) Okay. I think I feel good. I think I think I, I think I vented there. So uh, all you newscasters that listen to my show, and I know all of you do, yeah, right? Not just shut up. Throw to the speech. Let us hear what's being said live in the moment, and uh, shut your pie hole. Thank you. Uh, what we've got here is failure to communicate. And speaking of communicating, you know, I'm always I'm always telling you guys you got to get on the premium content. You got to join the premium package for $20 a year. And uh, and a, a few podcasts back, I played you a little clip of my other podcast that's exclusive for uh, premium members. It's called Let's Have a Fight, and it's Verbal Fights. And uh, it's a ton of fun. So that's for premium members. And one of the other things I offer on the premium podcast uh, network here for 20 bucks a year did i say that already is uh i offer live live clips of my stand-up comedy shows it's me working on new material it's me it's me spritzing with the crowd it's me trying new bits and uh i'm I'm gonna play one for you just so you folks that don't have the premium membership can get a a sampling get a taste of what you're missing and and the fun and in this stand-up comedy clip, it's about a 12, maybe 15-minute clip. And uh, it's interesting because uh, last podcast you heard me talking about sexting. 
I was talking about uh, sexting and how it can go wrong and how hard it is and all this and that. And so you'll hear me take that bit that I did on the podcast and take it on the stand-up comedy stage during this this, uh, stand-up set and test it on a crowd as a new bit that I do. And I had a lot of fun doing it and uh, a lot of other fun things happened. So here it is. Uh, here's a sample of yours truly live. This is uh, recorded just uh, just last night at the Hollywood Improv, the world-famous Hollywood Improv in uh, Hollywood, California. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope if you like it, you'll, uh, you'll join the premium membership so you can hear a lot more. Here we go. Play it, Raj. Put your hands together, the one and only Harlan Williams. Ladies and Thank you. Hi, gang. Give a hand to my son, man. He's a blast. We were canoeing about an hour ago. If you seemed a little tired, we were out canoeing in the Los Angeles River, that big cement uh, channel way. We hit a few corpses and some shopping carts. What a treat. Uh, Good to see everyone. Welcome to uh, the fall, my fall concert series. Thank you for being here. Uh, anyone from Utah? Let's get started. Anyone from Salt Lake City? Good. It's good to be back. I was just in Salt Lake City, and not the most diverse culture out there. Uh, it's nice to see some. I see some African Americans. I see some Asian. I see some Latinos. I was in. Uh, this is for real. I was in uh, Salt Lake City last week. You won't believe this, lady. I, I went to a, a Black Lives Matter rally. Uh, I was the black guy. <laughs> I asked the, the cab driver, said, hey, take me to Chinatown. I ended up at a food court at Panda Express, <laughs> sucking on a spring roll. What the hell is that all about, man? Great crap, players. <laughs> I uh, went to Ikea. You gotta go uh, to Ikea in the fall. That's when they do all their sales. Do you ever go to Ikea, love? You've never been? Oh, you gotta go. What's that, ma'am? You live three miles from Ikea. Have you ever been to it? Yeah, it's, you gotta go to the falls when all the sales are happening. Maybe you look like you could use some new stuff. <laughs> seen in my life. I just how big it's like it's like the size of nine football fields. I feel like they should be parking blimps inside of IKEA. It's so huge. It's like a it's like a Home Depot and a Walmart got drunk one night, fucked and had a chubby Swedish kid. I go in, and uh, first thing you see, and I like, have you been, guy? Because you're looking like you'd rather be out playing with a dead deer's oh, clit or something. <laughs> this guy just like... <laughs> have you been to Ikea? You know what it's like. You get in, and right away you're insulted. There's, there's a hallway, okay? The hallway's like, I don't know, 18, maybe 22 feet wide. And you're like, okay, hallway, here I go. And then these ass munches have the balls... To put an arrow on the on the floor of the hallway, like like I'm mentally challenged. I don't know how to use a 22 foot wide hallway. Thanks, IKEA. 
slapped a little harder. <laughs> but uh, so I get in this place, and I'm five minutes down the hallway, man. Remember, I said the hallway just a minute ago, and. Uh, all of a sudden, I start thinking to myself, am I Swedish? Right, because I start reading the signs. I want to buy something. I want to buy a chair. I want to buy a couch. I want to buy a bookshelf. And I'm reading the signs, and I'm totally confused. And I don't understand the language. I'm, I call the guy. I go, sir, excuse me. Do you have any more of these wonderful uh, Nordgardens over here? I'd like to purchase a Nordgardens for my living room, please. And, and there's so much stuff in Ikea. It's just that you're overwhelmed by the amount of product. You, you, you just feel obligated to buy something. you got to buy something. And so I bought bunk beds, and I realized I fucking live alone. Why? And I bought, so I brought, brought my friends over. I'm like, guys, what do you think? How do you like my new kid? I'm going to do another one just because she, she encouraged me. I also bought uh, for the living room a conglutishnagelin. You want another one? No one else is fucking laughing. I might as well zone in on the source, right? I'll throw one in later in the set just out of nowhere, just for you. You're like my la you're like my giggle buddy. I got me a giggle buddy. Most kids have a Teddy Rock spin, I got a giggle buddy. Uh Ma'am, if you could stop flapping your menu, it makes me think you're wafting a Mary Callender's meatloaf fart my way. See her there just flapping her fucking death, right? Mary Callender's meatloaf fart. You, you've probably done one, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it's for my eye, it throws my whole act up. That's probably why people weren't laughing, because you were wafting your noxious gases all over the room. Man, if you could not look so bored, I'm going to show up. Uh, <laughs> I've got bubblegum Sally over here reading the fucking Nancy Drew novel while I do my own. Good night, double and darkin'. That was for my giggle buddy. If the rest of you laugh, you'll be my giggle buddy still. Oh, you like that term, right? You're like, you're my giggle buddy. Aww. Aww. See? I like that. I did a show in Minnesota once. I was in Minnesota. This is a real story. This isn't part of my act. So I don't care if you laugh at this bullshit. <laughs> I did, I was doing a show. I was doing an hour show. Like, tonight I get 12 minutes. You get 12 minutes of this fucking slab of beef, baby. <laughs> but, but in, uh, in uh, Minnesota, I had an hour show to do. And I'm on stage. And normally the laughs come when I do the, the punchline, right? I do the punchline. Ha, 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 right? So I'm halfway through the joke. I'm in, I'm in what's called the setup, ladies and gentlemen. Like I'm talking about something, and then in, in the middle of the setup, the whole audience do do what she did. On the count of three, I want everyone to go. Ah, oh, ready? One, two, three. Ah. Oh. 
I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I swear to God, I looked behind me. There was a little mouse on stage. <laughs> like a live mouse. It was like the cutest comedy woman ever recorded. Good night, good night, good But uh, any families here tonight? Anyone have a family? Man, if you could not stuff your face during my act. <laughs> you have a family there? You brought your whole family? Mom, dad, who else? Who else you got? Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes, my love. Were you a half man? I was, man. Yes. 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 Did you like that movie, man? I love that movie. Are you stoner? <laughs> you can tell me your parents are here. They don't care. Sure that you're fucking jacked up on hallucinogenic? How about you got a family on you, Twister? It's a nickname. I'm Giggle Buddy, I'm in Twister, Teriyaki and Concrete Clip. Y'all oh, get one. Bubblegum Sally over here. No, I'm, I'm waiting on you, guys. I love one in the chamber for this guy. Right here. You have a family? I have uh, parents and a little brother. You have parents and a little brother. Man, newsflash, uh, that's a family. Good night, good night. Is it a retarded family, man? It was a twister. It was an onion twister, I know. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to get at is, has anyone done Ancestry.com? Has anyone been on Ancestry.com? Bubblegum Sally? No? Anyone? Ancestry.com? You did it. Aww. What'd you find out, my love? It's fascinating, right? What'd you find out? My family were slaves. Your family was slaves? Alright, thanks for bringing the show to a screeching halt. And now for some hilarious slave jokes. Wow, that's intense, right? What part of the country were they slaves? Was it down south? Florida? Where? Virginia. Wow, that's heavy. I'd love, I'd love to talk to you more, but I don't have enough time. But what's your last name? I'll look you up on Ancestry.com. Smith. Were they white slaves, ma'am? Were they British white slaves? I say, I wish you'd stop whipping me. I'd like to go for tea, please. I threw a stutter on that one for my goodness. Sake. Well, here's the deal, ma'am, if you cannot pick your nose and do it, ma'am. Um, I went on Ancestry.com, and it's, it's a little intimidating because you don't know what you're going to find out, and it blew my mind how deep this crap goes. I got on Ancestry.com right out of the gate, guy. Freaked me out. Uh, couldn't believe it. Turns out my grandmother uh, is my dad. <laughs> Turns out we come from a long line of assholes. We didn't even have a family tree. It was just a picture of a cactus with pricks all over it. <laughs> On my mother's side, a golden retriever. On my dad's side, mint chocolate chip. How about that? 
Did you send in your DNA? Did you send in the... I did. Don't send in your DNA. Turns out I'm the hillside mangler. <laughs> Turns out I'm the fucker that shot Kennedy in 64. How about that? Yeah, I'm book suppository statistical. How are you, man? Do you like sticking garlic bread on your eyes and pretending you're a garlic owl? <laughs> you will, you will. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Help me out, David, buddy. <laughs> Alright, how much time do I got? Where's the sound, guys? You over there, Tom? You there? What do I got, guy? One minute. One minute. Let's wrap it up with a one minuter. It's like a one minute comedy sandwich, gang. Anybody sexting? You ever sex Boo Radley? <laughs> you know Boo Radley, right? He's you, yeah. I know that. That's why I said it. Still looking up for you, guy. Uh, anyone sexed at all? Girl, you bubblegum Sally, you've sexted. Look at you. You got it written. Have you sexted? Be honest. Maybe, okay, you're a pretty girl, I believe it, I bet all of you have. Girls love to do it. And with girls, it's okay, because girls, you know, it's pretty easy. You know, you've got the beautiful breastuses, you've got the Bermuda Triangle. It, it, it ain't tough, it ain't tough, but when it comes to dudes, man, I, I did a sex like two weeks ago, my first one, and the penis is not a very easy subject to photograph. I mean, it just hangs there like a fucking rotten banana, you know what I mean? It's like, you need to take like a photography course at DeVry. If the lighting and the angle isn't right, it looks like roadkill, you know? But you ever see that one where the half end back end of the squirrel is flat and all its innards have been pushed up and one of its eyes is bulging up? And here's where it got crazy. I accidentally sexted my mother. I sent the freaking thing to my mother. My mother texts me back right away. She goes, son, are you at SeaWorld? I'm like, yes, I'm at SeaWorld. She goes, oh, we love moray eels. Me and your father saw some when we were snorkeling in the Bahamas. One of them came right out of his teeth and we were stroking it. <laughs> I don't feel like that was a minute. I feel like I got, what, about 18 seconds left? Huh? And probably I just used four of it saying that, so I think I have time for one more. Folks, God bless you. Happy holidays. Thank you. Sweet, I love the Smiths. Give the Smiths a hand. All right, so there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bring, bring it on down, Rog. Bring it on down. There's a little sampling. You know, that, that's, uh, that's me kind of working out bits uh, at the stand-up comedy club. You know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a weeknight. There's probably, probably, you know, maybe 40 people there, maybe 50 tops. So it's it's not a lot of folks, and uh, you know it's hard to get the laughs going, and and so you work on new stuff, you you put your neck on the chopping block, and you have a little fun. 
So I thought you'd enjoy that. And, uh, you know, if you if you uh, sign up to my premium membership, you will hear a lot more of this uh, type of stuff. And I usually only post uh, fresh material, new material, crowd work, stuff that uh, I try not to repeat uh, stuff that you've heard before. So that way you're you're kind of you're kind of seeing my comedy act unfold as I'm creating it. Because uh, as comedians, we're always creating, generating new material, new topics. And uh, and what's fun about listening to it here, you can kind of hear how painful it is sometimes when, when new stuff doesn't work. So I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, let, let's get back to our regular programming here because I wanted to talk about, jeez, um, have any of you had rabies? I know, odd question, right? Have any of you had freaking rabies? Well, for those of you that say you haven't, uh, guess again, sunshine, you have. And I've had it. We've all had it. We've had it many times. Here's what I'm talking about. When you're brushing your teeth at night, when you're standing over the sink and you're grinding away on your gums and your lips and your teeth and your molars and your wisdom teeth and your incisors and your canines and all of it, your bicuspids, is that a tooth? I've somewhere on the back of my brain the the word bicuspid is coming out. I don't know. Maybe it is. Sounds let's it sounds like a tooth. Um but what what cracks me up is a lot of times I'll I'll finish brushing my teeth, I'll do my last spit into the sink, I'll rinse my toothbrush off, and then I look up in the mirror and boom! I've got rabies. And when I say rabies, you know, they say with the, when, when animals get rabies, they start foaming at the mouth. Well, what happens when I look up in the mirror, I've got a foam ring of toothpaste around my mouth. It's just foamed. And, I'm, and I've got a mustache and a beard, so it looks even crazier. I look like one of those Arctic explorers that you see out in the ice on National Geographic, and they got their frozen beards with ice in their beards. But I've got, like, Crest Ultralight. I'm not an Arctic explorer. I'm a dental hygienist explorer. I've got, I've got Coldgate. I've got, I've got uh, the multicolored, uh, whatever that, that crazy, you know, it's white and red and blue. Like the candy cane, I've got I've got a froth on my mouth. Like I just like I just tip back a, a a big mug of beer with a big white head on it. I've got rabies mouth. I've got this circle of, of of looks like I've been eating a cloud. Looks like I broke into a bakery and I was sucking on a lemon meringue pie or something. I'm just like <laughs> Cujo. My name is Cujo. I hope I don't have any cavities. I mean, God, it's just it's it's just messy. It's horrible and it's messy and it it, it uh, I look like a zombie or someone that I should be walking down the street. Ah, I'm foaming at the mouth. Ah, don't worry if I bite your throat. I had a very clean checkup at the dentist last time I was there. Ah, even though I will eat your throat, I have no cavities. Ah. So I don't know. Can you call it rabies? You look like a frothing madman, a lunatic. 
And it's kind of messy, you know? It's kind of like the last thing you do before you go to bed. You got to get a washcloth and wipe your face, clear away the rabies. (laughs) Your own mouth is biting at your own hand because you've got the rabies. (laughs) Easy, easy, boy, easy. You have to take yourself behind the bathtub and shoot yourself, put yourself out of your misery because you have rabies. You have Coldgate Crest Aquafresh rabies. So I don't know. I just find it startling and, and kind of ridiculous. The, the last thing I see before I go to bed is me looking like Santa Claus. Well, it's 11 o'clock. I better hit the sack. Oh, 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 oh. Ah. <sighs> You know what I'll do? I'll just stop. I'll just stop brushing my teeth. Then I don't have to deal with it, right? Then <laughs> all this bacteria will grow. Then I'll get uh, halitosis and gingivitis, and my gums will start to get eaten alive. And then that bacteria will will multiply and start getting into my blood, and and it'll start coursing through my blood, and my blood will get diseased, and then my skin will start to die. And <gasps> wait a minute, that's how zombies start. That's what started The Walking Dead. That's what creates zombies if you don't brush your teeth. So you have a choice, rabies at night or eventually becoming The Walking Dead, a zombie. What is that? A hat? Nothing. That's nothing. nothing, why can't I see it? <laughs> My blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue blanket. Oh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you I'm sorry. I don't like people touching my blue blanket. It's not important. It's a minor compulsion. I can deal with it if I want to. It's just that I've had it ever since I was a baby, and I find it very comforting. Oh, a little a little nod, a little tribute to close out the show to the late, great Gene Wilder, who passed away just days ago, maybe a week, a week and a half ago. Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, I mean, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Haunted Honeymoon, The Woman in Red, Stir Crazy. I mean, the list goes on and on. Just just a, a really genuine, funny, hilarious comedic actor. And uh, he was part of my growing up. He was part of my youth. Um, one, one little, you know, stroll down memory lane here is... Um, when I was a little kid, my dad, uh, my dad used to take me on these road trips sometimes, or he, you know, we 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 we'd go off together, father and son time, and I think we're in Virginia or something like that. And uh, you know, my dad was like, "Well, son, let's go to a movie tonight," and we went to see Young Frankenstein, a Mel Brooks movie starring Gene Wilder. And my dad's a quirky guy. My dad's one of these guys that doesn't laugh very easy. And when he does laugh, he laughs at the strangest parts. He, he laughs at, at the parts that nobody else laughs at. 
and he and he has this kind of loud like <laughs> kind of laugh like he kind of can't miss it and so i remember as a little boy i was probably like 8 or 9 years old and i'm sitting in this dark theater in virginia it's a packed house we're watching young frankenstein and people are laughing and my dad's really loving it and and he was pulling these laughs in the middle of the movie when no one else was laughing. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. I just remember Gene Wilder being so hilarious and my dad's crazy laugh and just, uh, you know, just just a fond memory. And, uh, you know, RIP to Gene Wilder who brought so much joy and laughter to so many people. Just a very talented, funny human being. And uh, I want to say thank you for the memories. Thank you for the, the joy, the laughter. And I hope you're in the big movie theater in the sky, Gene. God bless you, man. And we'll end it. We'll end it right there. By the way, if you're wondering what that clip was from, that was one of Gene, uh, Gene Wilder's early, earliest movies called The Producers. And uh, that, again, was another Mel Brooks movie, and that went on to be a big Broadway play with, uh, with uh, I guess it was Matthew Broderick and uh, and someone else on Broadway. But it was it was one of those hot tickets for about five years, where you could not get a seat to see the producers. Um, and uh, that that was a clip uh, from one of his early movies where where Gene was uh, kind of had a, a blue security blanket that he didn't like anybody touching. My blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue blanket. And we'll end the show right there. Oh my gosh, one of a kind. Um, and speaking of comedy, if you want to uh, catch me doing any comedy, stand-up comedy... Well, guess what, rock and rollers? Uh, next weekend, uh, September 30th, I will be at the uh, Improv in Pittsburgh, PA, man. Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, September 30th, right through to October 2nd. Um, so uh, please go online to harlowwilliams.com. You can get your tickets for the show. It's going to be great. We have such a it's such a great club, really fun, and uh, hope we see you there in Pittsburgh, uh, September thirtieth at the um, the Improv, and then uh, following that, the next week in October sixth through the ninth, I will be at the Mall of America in Min- Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the uh, House Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Oh my God, awesome! And then later on in October, October twentieth. Uh, to the 23rd, San Jose, California, back on the West Coast at the Improv in San Jose. Great club. It's a it's, it's a remodeled opera house theater. It's just gorgeous. So uh, check harlowilliams.com for those dates. You can order your tickets right on my website. Just uh, click the Buy Now button, and you are in, baby. Also, while you're there, you can, uh, you can write to me. Uh, at the contact link at harlowilliams.com, or you can leave me a phone message, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. The number is there. Uh, check out our store, our online store. We have all kinds of great goodies. And please don't forget to become a premium member, $20 a year. 
Uh, you can join online at my website, harlowwilliams.com, in the app section or the podcast section. It, it will direct you how to do that. And lastly, get our free app uh, on your cell phone so you can listen to the Harlan Highway wherever you go on your cell phone. Just go into your app store, type in the Harlan Highway, and boom, it's yours for free. You get the f uh, 50 most current episodes. Uh, it's a great deal. So uh, thanks for being here, everybody. I uh, hope you uh, had a good time. Hope you had a few laughs, a few chuckles, and uh, love having you here. Tell your friends to get on board, and until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.